let's get ready to study God's Word. Greetings to one and all. Welcome to another episode of Rightly Divide the Word of Truth. This is Andrew S. Baker, and it's time for another devotional study. Please be sure to visit us at biblestudy.asbzone.com, where you can find links to our previous episodes and various Bible study resources. Let's have a word of prayer before we get into today's study. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you again that we have the privilege to meet, that we have the privilege to study. We ask you to help us as we look at this little lesson in the life of Josiah. We pray, Lord, that you'll help us to rightly divide your words of truth. In Jesus' name, amen. Our passage for this study, and technically we have two passages, two verses, from the King James the first verse is Proverbs twenty six seventeen. He that passeth by and meddleth with strife belonging not to him is like one that taketh a dog by the ears. That's the one from Proverbs. The next verse is Second Chronicles 35, verse 22. It says, Nevertheless, Josiah would not turn his face from him, but disguised himself, that he might fight with him, and hearkened not unto the words of Nico from the mouth of God, and came to fight in the valley of Megiddo. Our study is entitled, Mind Your Business. Mind Your Business. That phrase is a, is a very charged phrase. Usually when you hear it, you either feel that uh, the person who was being nosy was, was rude <laughs> or the person responding was rude. But it is important for us to mind our business. There's a time to be involved in things and there's a time not to be involved in things. Josiah, good King Josiah, has a pretty good story all around. Uh, his father was not a good king and actually died early due to his wickedness. And Josiah was crowned king when he was eight. And he reigned for 31 years, which is not a bad number of years, except when you're eight, it means you're 39 when that's all finished. There are a number of really good things that can be said of King Josiah. And the Bible records this of him. It says in 2 Kings chapter 23, verses 24 and 25, it says, Moreover, the workers with familiar spirits and the wizards and the images and the idols and all the abominations that were spied in the land of Judah and in Jerusalem did Josiah put away that he might perform the words of the law which were written in the book that Hilkiah the priest found in the house of the Lord. 
And like unto him was there no king before him that turned to the Lord with all his heart and with all his soul and with all his might according to all the law of Moses. Neither after him arose there any like unto him. Okay. So Josiah executed a reformation in Israel that was substantial. Based on this passage, his reformation was even greater than King Hezekiah's. Okay? And King Hezekiah would be his great-grandfather because Hezekiah had Manasseh, had Ammon, had Josiah. But Josiah made a mistake. Now, it's interesting that there are two records of King Josiah. In 2 Kings and 2 Chronicles, Josiah shows up rather prominently across a couple of chapters. And in 2 Kings, here's all it records. 2 Kings 23, starting at 28. It says, Now the rest of the acts of Josiah and all that he did are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? In his days, Pharaoh Necho, king of Egypt, went up against the king of Assyria to the river Euphrates. And King Josiah went against him, and he slew him at Megiddo when he had seen him. And his servants carried him in a chariot dead from Megiddo, and brought him to Jerusalem, and buried him in his own sepulchre. And the people of the land took Jehoahaz, the son of Josiah, and anointed him, and made him king in his father's stead. That's all the book of the kings says about Josiah. Now remember, the book of the kings focused on the kings of Israel, the northern tribes, and the book of the chronicles focused on Judah, the southern tribe. That's all it says in the book of the northern tribe. What Josiah did was so extensive that it even got recorded in the book of the kings. But in the chronicles, it's a little bit more extensive. Okay? After the Passover and some of the other things that he did, which we'll do a podcast on in the future, Lord willing, here's what it says in Second Chronicles 35, verse 20. After all this, when Josiah had prepared the temple, Necho, king of Egypt, came up to fight against Carchemish, by Euphrates. And Josiah went out against him. But he sent ambassadors to him, saying, What have I to do with thee, thou king of Judah? I come not against thee this day, but against the house wherewith I have war. For God commanded me to make haste. Forbear thee from meddling with God, who is with me, that he destroy thee not. Okay, now this is a very interesting statement. Um, here we have a, a king who is a heathen king by all definition, right? Pharaoh Nico is a heathen king. And he comes and says, hey, I'm not here to fight you. I am going to fight somebody else. Okay, I'm not here to fight you. I don't come against you but I have a, a war that I need to fight. For God commanded me to make haste. Forbear thee from meddling with God. 
who is with me, that he destroy thee not. Very interesting statement. Now, you would wonder if this heathen king is speaking the truth or he's just referring to gods in a general sense or he's just issuing a threat. Verse 22 says, Nevertheless, Josiah would not turn his face from him, but disguised himself that he might fight with him, and hearkened not unto the words of Nico from the mouth of God, and came to fight in the valley of Megiddo. And the archers shot at King Josiah, and the king said to his servants, Have me away, for I am sore wounded. His servants therefore took him out of that chariot, and put him in the second chariot that he had, and they brought him to Jerusalem, and he died, and was buried in one of the sepulchres of his fathers, and all Judah and Jerusalem mourned for Josiah. And Jeremiah lamented for Josiah, and all the singing men and the singing women spake of Josiah in their lamentations to this day, and made them an ordinance in Israel, and behold, they are written in the lamentation. Okay, we're going to stop there. Mind your business. Don't meddle. That was my original title. Don't meddle. Mind your business. We are not told here what motivated Josiah. But a key lesson that comes from this passage is that God's people need to be able to understand, to hear the voice of God, even if it's coming from someone that they don't necessarily associate with being God, with being godly. That's one. Two, it implies that he did not seek God's guidance before embarking on this mission. So, an important lesson there is just because we've done other things that are right, just because we have spearheaded a spiritual reformation, just because we are connected to God from a particular angle, it doesn't mean that everything we're doing is right. And it doesn't mean that we can afford to stop checking with God because we're automatically right. Josiah did not mind his business. And the best way to have minded his business would have been to have consulted God. That's what he needed to do. He needed to consult God to make sure that he was on the right path. And then, having consulted God, based on what this verse says, based on what this verse said, Nevertheless, Josiah would not turn his face from him, but disguised himself that he might fight with him and hearken not unto the words of Nico from the mouth of God and came to fight in the valley of Megiddo. Okay. He did not consult God and he did not hear or recognize the words of God. Even if he thought there's no way Nico can be speaking on behalf of the God of Israel, it wouldn't have hurt him in the least, and it would actually have been very advantageous if he had stopped at that moment and said, 
let me consult with the Lord God and verify that, in fact, this command is legit. But he did the same thing that Ahab did years before. He decided he was going to go to war and that being in disguise would solve his problem. And each time these guys go into battle in disguise, archers manage to hit them. Archers. Okay? And because he did not mind his business, he died in a battle he didn't have to die in. And because he died when he did, his sons came to the throne earlier than they should have. And the history of Judah from this point on is downhill. Okay? It's important for us to understand what our business is. It's important for us to consult with God so that we know what our business should be. Right? Because our business should always be His business for us. When in doubt, verify with God. And don't assume that because you're on the right track in two or three areas of your life that everything you do is golden. Because Josiah, who God had promised would not live to see the evil that befell Jerusalem and Judah, died earlier than he should have. Which allowed the evil to come upon Jerusalem and Judah earlier than it should have. We have to understand when to mind our business. We have to commit our way to the Lord and let him guide us. He that passeth by and meddleth with strife belonging not to him is like one that taketh a dog by the ears. Just in case you're not sure what that's like, imagine that you're facing a dog and you grab both of his ears, which are sensitive areas on a dog, and you grab both of his ears. That's not a good position for you to be in. It's not a good position to be in even if you were behind the dog, but it certainly isn't a good position if you're in front of the dog. Right? We need to learn to operate within the context that is appropriate for us. And if we aren't sure what that is, uh, you know what, I'm not even going to say that, because Josiah was pretty sure that he knew what his context was. We should consult the Lord to make sure that we know what is our business and what is not our business. We should commit our ways to the Lord, walk in his paths, and in the event that for whatever reason we weren't doing what we were supposed to do or we weren't where we were supposed to be, we should then be attentive to the voice of God, even if it's coming from what seems like an unlikely source. Because there's nothing wrong with checking and saying, Lord, is this your instruction? When Manoah's wife came with instructions for their family, and Manoah wanted to make sure everything was good, he prayed to the Lord to send the, the message again. And so we should be attentive to God and his will. We should be operating in his will by checking with him daily. But if for whatever reason we miss that step, 
when his word comes to us, we should know him and his message enough that we recognize that we should not be getting involved in things that are not our business. It's one of the reasons why um, I love David so much, because King David was regularly saying, Lord, shall I go up and wilt thou deliver them into my hands? If Josiah had asked that question, the outcome would have been very, very different to this story. Let's close with a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you, Lord, for giving us this counsel in your word. We thank you for the clarification in the book of the Chronicles that helps us to know that Josiah really shouldn't have been in that position. And by putting himself in a place where he shouldn't have been, he suffered a result that he shouldn't have suffered. So please help us, Lord. Help us to commit our ways to you. Help us to check with you before we engage in things and help us to not assume that everything is good because we're doing the right thing in specific areas, but help us to commit everything to you. Please bless us. Be with those who are listening to this episode and may it be a blessing to each and every one. We pray these things in Jesus name. Amen. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. You can email us at BibleQuestions at ASBZone.com. We look forward to hearing from you, whether you have questions, comments, suggestions, or concerns. Don't forget to check out the full description of this episode at BibleStudy.ASBZone.com to ensure that you can access the linked resources and any related podcast episodes. This podcast is available on all the major podcast platforms. Please remember us in your prayers. Until we meet again next time, may God richly bless you as you prayerfully study and share His Holy Word.